Hi everyone, welcome to, of course, China. I'm Ziv. I'm Fernando. And today we're here on a football pitch, as you can see, with ex-football player from Brazil, Mateus Martin. Uh, Mateus, in 2009, after he played uh, with Michael Owen, uh, he had the opportunity to start coaching. And from there he was working with a couple of schools and now he has his own schools in China, two schools. Don't go anywhere. We're going to be back and talk about all this and more with Martin. Thank you for hosting us on this uh, football pitch. What, where are we now? What is this here? Yeah, thank you very much, Fernando and Ziv. It's a big pleasure to participate in Off Course China. Uh, we are here, it's one of the fields I used to do normally personal football training, mm -hmm. uh, one one. We also have another base in Liaobu, where is a real grass field, okay. where we normally used to do the group training. Right. So I was saying that uh, you are an ex-football player, uh, ex-professional football player. Um, so where, where did you play professionally before? Like uh, probably some places in Brazil and also in China. Maybe you can tell us a little bit about that. Yeah. You know, all Brazilian guys have this dream to be a football player. Right. <laughs> and uh, I'm not different. So uh, I am from Novo Hamburgo. It's a city uh, in the south of Brazil, mm -hmm. the state of Rio Grande do Sul. Also, uh, we have a big community here in Dunguan City, you guys right. Uh, right. All, all know. And I have my career there, starting in the five-a-side futsal. Okay. Uh, and then also participate in some local uh, province clubs in Brazil. And uh, didn't get to the top leagues, mm -hmm. but uh, not because I'm not a good player. I think I'm a very good player, and my mom <laughs> also thinks. That's very important. And then in China, when I came here, I, I found a position in the, also in the indoor football, five-a-side, from a Dunguan team. Mm -hmm. uh, so it was a, it was a, you said it was a Dongguan team uh, put together, it was a new league, a five-a-side league in China? It was the first uh, Guangdong province five-a-side league. Right. And, and then we represent Dongguan, Sumsan Lake, and have uh, other clubs uh, around 12, each one uh, representing one city, like okay. Shenzhen, uh, Guangzhou, uh, Ponyi, Right. Uh, in other cities. Five side is indoor, right? Yeah, it's, indoor. it's the same size mm -hmm. of this field oh, we are size. here, but uh, normally it's not the fake grass. Mm -hmm. Normally it's the like the wood. Yeah. Ah. Like which which position do you play? Uh, forward. Forward. Yeah. Striker. Yeah. Ah. I'm a killer. <laughs> <laughs> Did you strike a lot? Did you have many goals in that uh, in, league? In that time, I was the top scorer, the best uh, foreigner, and mm -hmm. also the champion. Who, who helps uh, to me to have a little good reputation in the, in the province. Uh, so you, you took the championship? Yeah. Your team? Yeah. Ah, okay. Right foot or left foot? Left. Lefty? Yeah. Mm, okay. Uh, like Maradona. <laughs> yeah. Oh, let's talk about that for a second. What's your... How do you feel about, well, the news of him passing recently? Yeah, we... we everybody knows his health wasn't very well. Mm-hmm. And uh, we get this this bad news for everybody who loves football. Yeah, yeah? I think Maradona. We need divide the the man yeah. and the player. Yeah, yeah? Right. We, I guess everybody respect Maradona as a very good player. Uh, 
and his private life, uh, of course, also have some influence with others, his bad behaviors and attitudes. But uh, we keep the memories of the good player. Mm -hmm. I heard an interview with the England goalkeeper yeah. from that... Uh, the hand of God. The, the hand, one that he, ah, the hand yeah, of God. The one that received and the God. <laughs> and, he, and, and, and he was a little sad. He also sent his condolences to, to the family. Mm -hmm. But he said one thing he regret of Maradona or he respect uh, was he say sorry. About that. About that goal. Oh, Maradona did that? He no, never. Ah, he never said. So he, he has his... In, his Grudge or hurt. something. Yeah, and yeah. one time he told Maradona before in Argentina have a, pro a TV program, right? Yeah. And invite many stars. Yeah. And one time he also invited this goalkeeper to go yeah. to, to his program. To but show. He, did, he didn't go. He denied. Because he, he was feeling, was just... To Maradona, make some bad jokes, mm -hmm. not to say sorry. That mm. goal today, with all the what they call it, VR, VV, yeah, VAR, VAR, it would not, it would be uh, impossible. Uh, yeah, impossible, right? It will impossible. be yeah. very easy. We will be cancelled, yeah. cancelled, right? Mm -hmm. But uh, it's funny. But uh, but they say that the goal, the next goal after that, was the, like the best goal in the history. Yeah, uh, the one uh, where he right after goes that, after like one. eight people, like yeah. half the team. But you know, also the, that, that England goalkeeper said yeah. that is the influence of the first goal with the hand. Mm. That all players were so annoying, yeah. they didn't concentrate very well. Mm, okay. And then the next ball occurred, mm. that beautiful goal, of course, was right. a very nice goal. The, the, the other thing is that there's, there's a bit of a strike of, of genius to think about just, you know... Um, Within within the, the the realm of of what football is, I mean, if right. you can score, you can score. <laughs> if the, if the referee doesn't get it, doesn't get it. It's not oh, my fault. Well, well again. but it should be fair. It should <laughs> be fair. Yeah, game, you right? see, you see now on, on on World Cup and everybody said in every game, fair play, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. If you get injured, you throw the ball out. If you have some, yeah. I think that 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 didn't really help with his image. With uh, his image, yes. With his Maradona. image, yeah. like yeah, as, as in somebody who didn't have. The, no. the, the scruples to just and go and still, say and still it doesn't really hurt it's not like it's not like they're in the talk like when when they talk about how great he was right it's a mention the hand of God it's a mention but you it's can't not you like cannot talk about him without mentioning that right yeah. <laughs> so so what what Maradona mean uh, what he means to people that uh, that are footballers you know like to young people what did he mean to you you see, Brazilians have a very fight, normally, yes, yes. a rivalry against Argentine guys, right? Yes. <laughs> but in this special way, we, we respect Maradona very well, we, mm -hmm. because it was a beautiful football, right? We call it romantic football. Yeah. Mm -hmm. we you appreciate the beauty of it, yeah. Uh, that, the, that way they played before. Uh, but many people said, that's not example for my son. Yeah, uh, mm. because of the other part. Yeah, right. but but for me, uh, I respect him as a player, and, and I love the way he play football and all this. Because sometimes be a bad boy also is a good news, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's like when you're wow, problematic. I can, I can solve everything. Yeah. Attitude. I, is the the, the uh, what's it called the um, Irish MMA fighter uh, uh, McGregor? Conor McGregor? Yeah, uh, yeah, he has that. He's good, but he's. Terrible outside. So okay, I'm gonna ask you a question. Probably <laughs> the same question. It's I know same, where you're going. Yeah, question. you go. <laughs> so who's bigger, Maradona or Pelé? 
This is biased question, though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, but I mean, uh, maybe you think it's Maradona, but you don't want to say it on camera. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, we, me. They have like 20 years difference, right? Per personally, yeah, yeah. Yeah, about. Maradona, uh, Pelé is out of any, how to say, the... Competition. Yeah, we, we put Maradona first, and then I believe... Uh, Pelé first, yeah. and then Maradona, and others like Messi, Cristiano mm. Ronaldo, or Ronaldinho. So you think Maradona is better than Messi and those guys, Ronaldo? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, wh what what the, makes uh, him bigger? What makes him like? Is it the control? The control he has on the ball. Or I, I mean, love Ronaldo. Is I love the technique. Yeah. Mm. I I think if you have a very strong body, and then it's more easy. Yeah. And right. Maradona was short. Yeah. And Stocky. very good technique, right? You, you guys also, yeah. also know Romario, right? Yeah, yeah. It's Romario, also the same. Yes. Romario is one hundred percent technique. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Don't 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 use body or just no. It's it's pure football. That's right. Maradona. Right. That was and just amazing. What 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 makes a player like that? Like like is it something you're born with, to be like that, or can you become that? Like I don't know the history. Maradona played since. Probably plays with the ball since he was one. I don't know. I mean, um, so how much is it uh, nature and nurture? How much is it from from you know being talent born versus with the talent working on it or working hard? As a coach, I believe uh, football is very hard to learn. Mm -hmm. It's difficult to learn from zero. You can improve what you already have. Yeah. Uh, so you need to burn with with something, some, yeah, mm. with some skills. Right. I think that it has to do with the playfulness that some children have with the ball. I mean, for example, the way that he used to kick the ball, you know, like 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 the ball's here and he would just kick it and it will yeah. send it spinning. Yeah. Um, like that's just playfulness. Board, yeah. That's just. I think that if you start playing with the ball as a kid, you develop the ability to to feel where the ball is on your foot and. You know what I mean? But, but I mean, some people have better coordination than others. Sure, but you when know? you start doing that when you're young... Yeah. yeah. Many people ask me why national Brazil team now is not playing so well. Uh, have a big influence because the players are leaving Brazil mm -hmm. so early. Oh. They are joining the, the European coaches, European system, mm -hmm. and they are losing that Brazilian way or South American way of playing. Yeah. And then Jogo Bonito. And then now, if you see Brazilian team, all players play in Europe. Mm. They they are not from Brazil. That, yeah. uh, the Brazilian clubs. That's one of the things that I remember Colombia brought back to the World Cup. They were they were talking about this 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 beauty of the game. It was not just necessarily 100% effective. Boom, Colombia boom, boom, was goal. It was just tan, 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 yes, tan, 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 tan. Just keep the ball, keep control, and it was it was so pleasant to watch. Yes. It was. Taca. Yeah, yes. <laughs> that's what they call it. What? El toque, yeah. toque. Guardiola, tiki taka, mm. passing, ah, okay. passing. Yeah, El toque, basketball toque has a similar thing. Yes, I mean, which makes sense. It makes it pretty to watch, right? Mm -hmm. But uh, Brazil, you said Brazilians play in Europe now. It's uh, it's actually quite amazing. There's so many Brazilian players playing in other leagues around the world, like unknown ones, right? You don't know them. It's not like famous. They're not famous, but like there's so many good Brazilian players. Like maybe a player playing in the third league in Brazil or fourth league or whatever it is, he can easily play in the first league in Israel, yeah. easily as a as a foreign player, right? So th there must be hundreds of Brazilians playing outside, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, y you are one of them in a way, <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. In China, there are how many? 
in China in the first league? Yeah, more than 20. Wow. Yeah, that's uh, that's something. <laughs> that's two teams. And they're not good <laughs> enough to be on Brazil national team. I mean, most of them, of course, right? Now the, the first league Chinese, they are just uh, bringing stars. Mm-hmm. Ah, yeah. now they can pay. They can yeah, bring stars, yeah. right? Because they also they just have three positions of foreigners, mm-hmm. so they choose very well, and now they have money. Mm-hmm. Right. But before years ago. Some guys playing here and the, the, the Chinese say, wow, my God, very good. I say, yeah, but in Brazil Back they home don't is play. nothing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they don't know him there. Yeah. Yeah. They say, wow. Call one guy before, um, Murici. I don't know, Muriki was the best player of Evergrande. Okay. And, and in Brazil just playing in small clubs or was reserve. Uh, was Sitting on the bench? Yeah. <laughs> right. In, in, in other in clubs. But here was a very big star. Nice. But now it's uh, lucrative to come here because of money, so the stars can come here. Yeah. yeah now. Not only from Brazil, from all yeah, countries, from they are when choosing the best players. Yeah, yeah there's, a there's a few Colombians. There's a few Colombians in Guangzhou, sure. like two or three. Um, I wanted to ask you a question. When when did this change happen in China? Because when I got here, football was an unknown. The year 2000. When did this uh, football league get started? Do you happen to know that? Was uh, about 2015 mm. was a big change here in China because the the new president oh, Xi Jinping he, he he went to I guess he Spain said something. Yeah. and took a picture in the field with a club and started this movement because he loves football mm-hmm. uh, and the big movement it's not in the professional clubs it's also in the schools uh, even in the kindergartens they are mm. right now each Chinese kid have a football <laughs> and this will be a big change more few years later yeah that's that's one thing that i remember observing when i first came to china because i'm a teacher and i used to go to schools is there was a football pitch but it was never used everybody was playing badminton everybody was playing basketball whatever the football pitch just for parades or dances or whatever never used um but as you said nowadays they're they're being implemented they're being used I guess it's a national uh, um, a push, kind of like what we heard about the yeah with baseball. Baseball, in a way, when we when we talked to Jim, yeah, yeah, that that he actually wants people to he wants give to give what Jim says is that he wants to give focus to team sports, right? Uh, beyond just yeah. basketball. But I mean, um, you said before that um, 2009 you started the coaching first time, right? Mm-hmm. In here. Um, and uh, you opened the, you were working with Arsenal, uh, yeah. Arsenal uh, football school for, from England, yeah. from England here in Dongguan. And you say that was the first football school, football training center in Dongguan. Yeah, 2009, just yeah. 11 years ago, <laughs> and now there are hundreds, hundreds, right? There's been an explosion. It's it's amazing. I mean, this is like showing the development in China. In you know when they decide to do something, they go at it. <laughs> just, so is it uh, is it it's developed into being good businesses? Became to be a, a good business. You, mm. you see, before we don't have uh, even uh, kids' shoes or kids' equipment to uh-huh. buy inside China. They, they produce but send to other countries. Oh, they had to be imported. But yeah, but no, they, they before Chinese companies produce, produce yeah. but don't have to buy here. Yeah. Also, I, I, I bring from, from Brazil my, my equipment for, for kids and uh, became a very, very huge economic thing mm. because 
you see how many kids have in the schools, mm -hmm. and now everybody have a ball, a shoes, right? Uh, and and became interesting. Right. Uh, also, ex Chinese uh, national team players, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. they wasn't doing football trainings because it wasn't wasn't a good business. Right. But right. after the president uh, to start this process. And then everybody became in love football again. <laughs> right. But that's the question many times I do. What you was doing before 10 years ago? Mm. Yeah, because now you know everything about football. Now you love football. You love kids. But it's interesting because like I, I think that it's it's normal what you're describing, right? Uh, you know, you need a business like the USA, professional sports. It's so much money, right? It's it's a lot of money, billions. And it's it's normal, but actually that shows the maybe the contrast like South America where this, the, uh, what I hear, what I heard, right? Kids play from the street. Like everybody just born into that loving football. Um, this, that is a very, in a different place, right? I mean, why is that? Did you have that experience as a kid? Like playing in the street, like everybody's playing? Yeah. Yeah, yeah of yeah. course. And yes. it's, it's football, it's the main thing. Everything we can kick. <laughs> Don't have ball, we join our socks, became a ball. How did play. it get to this point? in South America, I mean, Brazil mainly, Argentina, I guess. How yeah, did it get to this point? Is it over, I don't know, I wonder. That's, is our history, it's inside our, our way of living. I think. Yeah, like right? if, if, if I America. ask you or if you ask me, I have no idea, it, it's what we did. Right. You know what I mean? You get back from school and like, hey, I'll meet you at the park at the pitch. We used to play football in a park with trees. We called it like remember right, Atari, too, yeah. Atari, that video game. Mm. That was the yes. difficulty level yes. A. <laughs> like you, boom, maybe it's oh because my God. maybe it's because <laughs> football is so easy to just play. And like you say, you can kick anything. Yeah. And you can use trees as a goal, and you don't need anything. Even without it, you can still mm. do it. And it's easier for people and poor people and anyone. It's like it's a level pl playing field. And mm. So. Um, yeah, so that, that is interesting. But going back to 2009, you told us before that um, how, how did you get to coaching, right? So you came to China and you were playing for the 5-on-5 five five league, right? And then tell us a little bit about that game you played against ex-Premier League players. Michael Owen, Paul Scholes, you said it was Desai from France, right? Yeah. So you had like a friendly match? What yeah, inside this development, also China creates, uh, you know, China can do everything. They bring <laughs> all stars here. If you're going to say, oh, tomorrow Ronaldinho is here, it's not a big surprise. Yeah. For us, we'll be, wow, very nice. But they can bring Michael right. Jordan, and anybody. Right. Maradona was here in the Yeah, one, Maradona right? also and was here. Uh, yeah, Owen also yeah. was here. Yeah, yeah. Okay, they can bring all stars they want. But, but Chinese people like it. Mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's a way to get interest. Yeah. So uh, that time they bring all ex-Premier League uh, football players to do an exhibition game in, in, in Guangzhou. Guangzhou. And they select the best uh, five-a-side football players from that Guangdong League. Okay. And ah, so it was a star team. Yeah. And you were on the team. I was in the, in the China side. And, and from the guys from England was very interesting because, wow, 11 Chinese and one Brazilian. So you were the, the only foreigner. <laughs> yeah, in the middle here, and they came to talk to me. And then 
uh, Owen was number 10 from the England guys and, and you were I was the number the 10 of the Chinese <laughs> and then they was very surprised about my way we, I communicate with the Chinese and, 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 and have this uh, leadership with them and also was a way to me get closer to them and the near future, we start to work together. Also in Dunhua, they opened uh, Michael Owen became my ambassador. So for that Arsenal training? Yeah. Okay. And then I also joined the soccer world with, with uh, Michael Owen. He was just an ambassador. He came two, three times per year and mm -hmm. do a, a, little a global trip. To mm -hmm. So yeah. then they asked you to come and, 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 and help them in the beginning to start this football training yeah. center, which Michael Owen was ambassador of, and, and you that was your first time in coaching football, yeah. right? And uh, how, how is it different? I mean, like, did you, ever, did you ever think before that you would be a coach one day? Or did you have that in kind how of... How do you change from being a player to being a coach? One time, uh, when we was in this uh, Dunguan team, mm -hmm. we visit one school. Yeah. And then uh, I did a, a simple movement with the ball and they took a picture and later I received that picture mm -hmm. and I see the eyes of the kids and the interesting mm -hmm. from that kids mm -hmm. and, and that was when start yeah I, I, I think I can do something different uh, not just for me but I always have this inside my heart to give something back to China Mm -hmm. I think we, as a foreigner, we came here, we all have his own history, own way, but we are very welcome here. Mm -hmm. You guys also can, can yes. tell. Yeah. And I have inside me, I need to give something back. And then when I see that kids, that I, that interest, yeah, in football. I think, no, I, I need to do something. We have a big door here, we have a big opportunity here uh, to start to be me, but m to my voice, be here, b be listening, right? Yeah. I need to do first my way, score, win, dribbling, to <laughs> be something yeah. to later they can respect me. To but accomplish. When, but when, when, when I get that respect and I see that picture, I think, no, that's time I can start to teach, I can start to share. Of mm -hmm. course, they will not become uh, very good players, but they can understand the game. Mm -hmm. They can be more confident, yeah, and they they can improve something uh, in behavior and teamwork, and and that was the click. Most Is coaches, mo sorry, yeah. most coaches were players or no? In China, yes. In China, most of the coaches were players before. Yeah. So it's also foreigners. The foreigners, yes, but Chinese. They participate in the, the, the Chinese association coaching training, but of course, if you want to be a coach you need to have some, at some least, training. interest yeah. <laughs> in the game or, or yeah. have a little experience. Um, are there um, girl leagues? Uh, are women, girls, interested yes. in football? Yes. You know, China national team girls is much better than the men's. Mm. <laughs> and, and just now in the national day, Interesting. in October, uh -huh. uh, I was uh, invited to go to, that I remember the city, but... I need to travel to another province because there will have the tournament uh -huh. of girls, mm -hmm. 12 to 14 years old, and 300 girls. They, they, they will be there two weeks, 
and they need three coaches, foreigners, to judge the girls. For 300 kids to select 30. 30. Oh my God. And then I travel there, I think it's Inam province. Uh, I don't even know how remember the, the city. It's a very traditional city before. It was the capital of China many, many years ago. But now I don't Yunnan? know. Yunnan? No yeah. idea. In Yunnan? Yeah. Not Kunming, no? Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know how remember. But anyway, I was there. The kids, the, the girls play very well. Uh-huh. And it was very hard for us to, 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 choose. to choose. First, study. have a. Uh, f- af- after one week, we select 120. The other go back. And then after another week, uh, in the final end, and then and these thirty girls, one. these thirty girls move on to be what? Yeah, they 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 will be like a, a province base. team. Oh, okay. And they will keep training with these girls. And how how young are the kids that come to your training center, to your to your training school? I start with very young kids. Uh, normally, also we go. We have a project inside the kindergartens, mm-hmm. Chinese kindergartens. During the week, we go to the kindergartens. In the mm-hmm. weekend, the kids come for us. So like how young? Like young? In the, young? In the kindergartens, we three, teach four, for two years old in the kindergartens. Mm-hmm. In my in my school, we start with four. Okay. And um, what are what are the different aspects of skill development that you teach? I mean, what do the kids start with? Teamwork, cooperation, eye, hand, uh, eye, foot coordination, or first thing we try is it's to make them like the game, love mm-hmm. the game. You as a teacher, you know, uh, Chinese kids they first like you, mm-hmm. and then later get the interest or from your the things you teach or football or sports or anything. So I use uh, this happy football and also my, my simple skills. I also do freestyle football and that make kids think, wow, that's nice. Yeah, I want to do that. Because you know, right now the kids have iPhone, iPad, computer games. It's very hard to take them outside. And do stuff, physical stuff. To the stuff. sun, to run, <laughs> yeah. So need to be something interesting. Yeah. So the first step is make them happy. Mm-hmm. We use many easy games, and then my system is like this. It's not I teach them. They ask me, and then I give them. Mm-hmm. If I do something too high, they cannot do. They feel ashamed. Mm-hmm. They not come back. Yeah. So I wait. The kids ask me. They are hungry. Yeah. I give them. So. I have uh, already here long time I developed this uh, system good, th- yeah this system in this experience mm-hmm. in the same group we can teach different level of kids mm-hmm. yeah the same line in the same exercise but the coach need to have the feeling to adjust uh, this ball I pass fast mm-hmm. uh, this guy I could I go slow mm-hmm. this guy I do a good goalkeeper. I save it. This guy, I let the ball go in mm-hmm. right. to make them all motivate. Right. So th- this is in your in your uh, training center, right? You also do one on one. I guess there's higher level, usually, right? Uh, not have high level, and but also have someone not so good. They want to get better. Yeah. So one on one. Do you see? You said something interesting. You said that. Uh, um, I kind of like that. Uh, you say you, you need to make them love it first, and then they would want to keep coming to class, right? 
mm. right? Which is like not just right away, like be tough with them right away. It's not then they they just won't come, right? Um, it's adjustment to this period. Yeah, the attention span. The, 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 trying to like something else other than their iPad and games. But, uh, you know, in China, parents uh, put a lot of pressures on their kids, right? To be good. Whatever they do, to be good, right? Um, do you see the same thing? Um, I want to go into that question and that answer in a second because, as you know, okay. we need to take a very short break. Don't go anywhere. We'll be back in a minute. And we are back <laughs> with Mateus Martin. So I was just asking a, a question, which you say is interesting, right? In China, parents, Chinese parents, they tend to put a lot of pressures on their kids uh, in anything they do, really, right? In sports, uh, instruments, school. Um, do you see that in your classes? How do you? What do you see? Yeah, they. they you see, the kids right now they are busy than us. <laughs> they they have a very tight schedule. Yes, homework doing this class, that class, that class, yeah. and the parents are really competitive. So uh, one common question I receive every time is, why my son is not playing well and the other guys are playing very well? Yeah. Yeah, and then I normally answer this question saying, it's much more important your son be better than himself first yeah. to later compare to others. And then we, we try to to make the kids uh, understand to be in a group first, to be in the team first, I need to do my part, I need to learn my part. Mm -hmm. And they, they normally they love to play match, right? right. Let's play match, right. match, match, match. Right. My system's different. We, we do a lot of training mm -hmm. and not too much match. Right. I, I, I like to, to them have a good relation with the ball. Right. First, me, myself. I need to run with the ball, change direction, control the ball, kick the ball. The kids normally want to jump some stage. Yeah. Yeah. You don't know how to walk, how you will yeah. run. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I try to, to put everything in the so right you, place. So it's also like education for the parents, which is, which is good in a way. But um, do, you have, do you ever have the uh, need to like reject? Uh, sometimes the pa the parents are, are th the kids are okay, right? But the parents are, are the problem. <laughs> yeah, you know that too, right? Yeah. Um, do you do you ever have parents that just don't get it? I try to to, to talk to parents, and uh, sometimes they they s the parents say bad things to the kids, like mm -hmm. oh he's too slow or he yeah. cannot do this, or, and then I said no, the best coach in the world is the dad and the mom yeah one bad word said by the parents can destroy a six one year work of a coach mm. and i say right. then motivate your kids yeah? yeah yeah we don't know they 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 will not they will be a very good at the sports or every good at other activities but motivate them improvement is always an improvement for 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 me i remember when we were kids playing football it was never really because you guys started talking about the dream of being a football player. None of my friends had dreams of becoming football players. But One or playing. two became, but we just loved the game, just loved playing. Right. And I think that that's something that is a little bit lost sometimes in, in, in these free time activities that kids do. Parents want them to, to be the best. Parents push them to do it. Yeah. Not necessarily but because they want to. on that side, I have a question. 
Have any of your students uh, progressed to a, a level where they could be professional players? Has anyone joined like a team or something like that? Yes. I have one, uh, one kid who started to train with me when he was six years old. Mm -hmm. uh, his name is Wang Jinpang. He's from Chang'an. And he found that Arsenal school by internet. He himself. <laughs> his father. Okay. Find, uh, search, because don't have any other option. And he right. and he came all over from Chang'an. Yeah. To Dunguan, and after I, I left Arsenal. I started my own school, and the kids still with me. Right now he has 17 years old. Mm -hmm. He's still coming to me as a personal training. Yeah. He went to Evergrande uh, Football Club. Oh. Evergrande also sent, sent him to Real Madrid. Oh. He was there one time. And right now he, he's playing in one club in Germany. Wow. But oh. because the virus, he's in China. Okay. But uh, he, and, and he also get to the national, Chinese national team. That must be so rewarding for you. I it's mean, very nice. He also left foot, uh -huh. <laughs> and and this is my. So, so you, so this kind of kid, did you see that spark when he was six, seven, eight years old? Did you already recognize that he can become a player? He has talent. He has something. He has talent. Yeah. His father don't play football. Nobody play football. Mm -hmm. He has something inside. And uh, one time I can show to you guys his improvement. We have the, the videos. You have the videos. Maybe we can put it right yeah, here sure. so you can, you can show it in mm -hmm. the podcast. And, and the pictures. And right now, he's much better than me. Wow. Oh, really? Yeah. He kicked better than you now or better than you ever was before? Better than me now. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, yeah. I, I want to ask you also, well, football is so many things it's not just your ability to control the ball your physical condition it's also um, a division of a game of a team um, how do you train kids to to play cohesively as a team for example i see him running over there boom i send it over there to him like the, the vision of a, of a football player um, plays a very important role it's, it's it's not a one person game it's not a one person sport um, How do you train them to develop this selfishness uh, or the STEM spirit? We have two very important things. is reaction. Sorry, I said selflessness. Yeah, selflessness. <laughs> yeah. Reaction and make decisions. Mm -hmm. When Messi has the ball, he clearly can see four or five options. Mm -hmm. And he decides the best option he thinks is not the easy option. Yeah. If you are a player not very well as Messi or a normal player, when you get the ball, maybe you're going to see two options. And you're going to go maybe from the easy one. And a normal player only see one option mm -hmm. and do the easy one. <laughs> so this we need to develop how to understand the game. But to get in this level, the kid need to know all the other parts, right? Mm -hmm. I already have a body control, ball control, already... It's not the ball play me, I play the ball. Yeah. yeah. Most of the kids, the ball play them. To get to this level, you probably you need to play every day, watch football all the time, like really be into this for years, right? To get yeah. to that level. It's like, you know, like you said, Messi or in basketball, LeBron James, or, you know, they probably, they live the sport all the time. Yeah. So um, 
this kind of kid, this kid that you talked about, uh, I don't Wanjibang. remember. Which, uh, yes. Was he was he slowly slowly get into that like playing every day? Because also kids in China don't have time. Because when when he create this very good interest, and yeah. then the parents put him in the Evergrande Football School. Ah, I so don't know if you ever been there. No, it's like a football Disneyland. So Evergrande, if if they you don't know, it's it's a famous Guangzhou club, right? Yeah. Like like Real Madrid for China. Or Many of my my players. When they just start to come and then play once a week, but if they like very much, the next step is go to this football school. Mm-hmm. They live there. They have normal classes, and they have football every day. Ah, okay. And, and then there they select. Like if you have five uh, hundred kids from under twelve, they will select twenty two good ones, and they are the official team, and, and uh, have more than fifty. Football fields, eleven football fields in that area is a is fantastic there. Wow! Let's talk about the the, the state of uh, of football level in China right now. Like, uh, are there any Chinese players playing in other countries? Adults like we have one. We have one in Spain. And his name is uh, Ulei. I like how you say we have one in Spain. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> Sorry, China, China. I am always yeah, the yeah. side of China. So there is one in Spain. <laughs> yeah, he okay. was playing for Shanghai team. Okay. And also played for national team, and now he is in Spain. But I guess it's a little bit commercial agreement uh, because they like, yeah, like uh, Yao Ming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. not really because he's talent or skill. fantastic talent, but he's a good player. But the future? What do you think? They're going to be better and better and better. How? How? How are they different? Is there any dispositions? Is there anything in their body, skills, athleticism that makes them it makes it harder for them to become as good players as Brazilians? Or when we talk to Chinese, they always say, "Wow, you guys' body is so strong. That's why you guys play well. You guys have more energy. You guys eat meat. We just eat salad." <laughs> But we see the Chinese athletes is very strong, right? Yeah. I think this is not the the big point. Mm-hmm. I believe they because this new generation, these mm-hmm. kids are starting to play young. Right. Before don't have. Right. But still have a big problem. The kids start with eight. They go nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen years old, and then the school gets so high school. Busy. Yes. They need to make a decision in life. And they they come back as twenty. It's too late, mm. right? Yeah. The windows passed. So the education way, the system is is a big uh, obstacle. My students too. Mm. I have a limit: thirteen, fourteen, and then you they lose disappear. Them. Mm. Only those that are really, really into it maybe go to some football school like that player, yeah. right? So yeah, that, that that's a big issue. The right moment to them improve is fourteen, fifteen, sixteen. Is that's the best. Now I will be professional. Yeah, that's when they make a decision. They give up. Mm. They, the parents also, they give, how to say, studying is more important. Sure. And in Brazil it's different, right? Mm-hmm. Between study and football, if you have a small chance, the family say, go oh, football. Forget the box. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Look, I, I, I was um, not very close friends, but we were friends, like a group of friends with uh, Farid Modernagon. And when his family... Decided Farid Modragon, he was a goalkeeper yeah. uh, from the Colombian uh, team and also played in, in Europe. Okay. Uh, 
very, very good uh, goalkeeper. And um, when his family decided, oh, he's going to be a professional goalkeeper, everyone was like, so he's dropping out of school? Like, like the whole circle of friends were like, well, he was good. We knew he was good, but that was a big decision for, for, for a lot of parents. Right. For a lot of people, I think. But even, I think, even in, uh, if, it, if he didn't drop out of school, I think in, uh, I'm guessing for Colombia, but like in Israel or, you know, you, it's not like, high school is not like in China, right? No. You could still do high school and, and play every day for two, three hours easily. Yeah, easily. yeah no. he basically made this decision at university level. Like, I'm ah. not going to go to university, okay. I'm just going to go. But I mean, in China, the middle school, high school, university actually is easy, they say, right? But uh, <laughs> middle school, high school, you have no chance yeah, to play no football time. every day. You, you finish at five, six, seven, you have homework. Mm-hmm. I, and you live in the school, and yeah. so this is a, this is a big issue, I guess. And um, how how well China is doing now? Like they are not in the Olympics, right, for football? Do you know? <sighs> or you don't remember? I don't know. I know they they are not in the World Cup for sure. They they <laughs> they are not in the Mondial. They need to host it. <laughs> they 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 still playing the next World Cup. Uh, how to say qualification? Qualification. Yeah, sure, sure. Yeah, but they don't have too much chance. Right. I have a question about uh, another aspect of football, um, refereeing. Um, as uh, as football training as a sport develops, what about the level of refereeing? Are there refereeing schools? Um, what do you know about that? They have a qualification from the football association. FIFA. Yeah, mm-hmm. start from the local, right? You know, Dunguan have a Dunguan Football Association. No idea. It's connected <laughs> to Guangdong Football okay. Association, then connected to China Football Association. Uh-huh. So uh, Dunguan also have this kind of training. Mm-hmm. Uh, one time I was in Uzhou, uh with uh, another club, and they have a two weeks uh, referee China camp. Association camp. Mm-hmm. And very interesting because have it, you know, I don't know how to say it, but the flag guy, the flag referee, yeah, yeah. the assistant, yeah, have 20 yeah. in <laughs> each side, have 20. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then everybody stand the, the flag and go back. At the same time. Yeah. <laughs> are there any, I mean, if you know, are there any referees actually um, abroad? Like, are there any referees, Chinese referees working in yeah. Italy, El Calcio, or, or like Premier League, Champions or League, or something. I never heard about. But in China League, in important matches, they, mm. they 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 bring, bring foreigners, foreigners. Okay, that's a telling to more sign. To be fair. <laughs> ah, okay, okay, okay. How, how much? How much is a, fo- a professional Chinese football player earning? Yes. How much do they earn? You know, uh, okay, starting starting lineup uh, in the first league. They Chinese player, they have low low salary, mm-hmm. different the foreigners, but the same bonus. Okay, they have a big bonus for for win the match or be a champion. Each match they have. Uh, so it's it's like if you're playing in the first league professionally in China as a Chinese player, so you you're doing well. Yeah, doing yes, very well. You're doing very well for China. Maybe you're not getting the same as it's not the, the same Spanish millions. It's, it's not you know same. foreigners here receiving a lot. Oh, a lot of millions. Yeah, foreigners. Right? And also the football coach. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and uh, talking about that, I mean, you spoke about like famous players that play in China, like, uh, and there was the coach, your famous coach, Scolari. Yeah. Right. He was the coach of. Evergrande too. Evergrande. Hmm. And you met him? 
I, I met in the first day he just he arrived right. from airport and from the press conference. How do you get this kind of opportunity? Uh, before that league, in the beginning, uh, we thought was uh, broadcasting by the Guangdong TV Sports. Okay. Because that was all from government and also they all, all have a uh, commercial intention. As Dunguan, they have a special area yeah. where they want to bring companies to... to to develop certain industries. Yeah, and, and then that moment they find the Huawei company to come to, to Sunsun Lake mm -hmm. because of that project. So I have a good relation with uh, the Guangdong Sports TV. I participate in some programs, sports or World Cup, or when have some special occasions, they invite me to participate. And because I have many these Brazilian guys in the Evergrande Club, sometimes they invite me to help to translate, to participate mm -hmm. in some interviews or go to watch the match. Right. So uh, when uh, Scolari arrived, uh, they also invited me to, to be there in the press conference. Uh, wasn't a very good time because uh, that time Scolari in Brazil wasn't very well. We, we lost that 7-1 World Cup. Oh. <laughs> yeah. And then he has a, another short time in Grêmio mm -hmm. coaching, but did not did very well. well. And then came to China as escape. Mm -hmm. Because there he was having so much pressure, yeah. Mm. And then, and then maybe he think, wow, I'm going to China. I have a little holiday from Brazilians. Yeah. <laughs> and then when he just <laughs> arrived from airport, the first guy he Obrigado. met, it's me. <laughs> so he guess I am from Brazil news. Ah. Understand? Yeah. Okay. He. He That's think, what he thought. He think I'm from the Brazil newspaper or Brazil global TV. Give him and, a, give, and he was give a him little a time. in defense. Yeah. Yes. So, my God, I just come to China to be away. To escape off these the Brazilians. <laughs> and then the first guy I met yes. is a Brazilian. <laughs> and they That's say, funny. no, Scolari, I, I work, I, I came here just to talk right. about the, the right. you coming. And that time, the press was forbidden to talk about 7-1. Ah. Oh. Oh. have some rules. Because they just show videos from 2002 when he was World Cup champion <laughs> and nobody can ask anything about World Cup 7-1. They just German, paid him a lot of money. You don't want to say <laughs> German. Can I say, can, can I say good morning? Can I say? And wow. then was this. And then first was in the hotel, the American hotel. And then after the press conference, they go to the first training mm -hmm. inside the the club and then I have the, the green card because I was with the local TV so I participate in the press conference and then we get the car and go to the field and then when he come to step inside the field You're there, there is me again yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's following me <laughs> how this guy have this kind of power right yeah that but and then very good. He 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 gave me one T-shirt and signed up. And and later we we don't have too much contact. Right. But he you met him also in Dongguan. He came to Dongguan, right? He came to Dongguan, participate in this Brazilian the uh, yes. festivities. Yes. Yeah. But uh, I didn't participate that time. All right. Um, I want to uh, I want a couple more things. Uh, first, I want to say you had the opportunity. Koi, you're in football and everything, but you speak Chinese very well so how did you get to 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 be so good with Chinese and you told us before you never had a class I speak Chinese enough to survive right mm -hmm. uh, I mean to then to translate too. <laughs> every 
every foreigner here have his own way to, to adapt to China mm -hmm. and to find his his opportunities. I, I think China gives to us a very good opportunities. And for me, I, I decide to to learn Chinese. I, I think I, I like to talk. I talk too much and people come to talk to me. As you guys see, I, I talk too much. And, <laughs> good for uh, a podcast. When, when I come, I don't, I, I don't speak English too. And so so you, when you, you came... You came here, you didn't speak English. Yeah. No English, no Chinese, just Portuguese and you say quite badly. Yeah. <laughs> You're joking. <laughs> but... Uh, yeah, and that's in 2007, right? Yes. 2007, when you arrived in China, just Portuguese. How long did it take you to, to learn Chinese? And which one was, it hard, was harder to learn, English or Chinese? First, when I arrived, I, I, I spent a little time in my brother's office. Mm -hmm. And then I listened, they speak English. And mm -hmm. One thing very interesting was he was talking to his assistant. And every day I heard that word. Uh, maybe, maybe, maybe. Every sentence had maybe, maybe, maybe. 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 But oh. maybe for us in Brazil is a, is a name. Maybe. Maybe. It's a, it's a person. She must be very important. And then after two, three weeks, I asked my brother, but when maybe it's coming <laughs> <laughs> because you guys talk about everybody it. talks about yeah it's not a person that's maybe it's like uh, yeah. and then my best friend that time was the dictionary right yeah. I, I, yeah. I, I learned some some few words and and go to try right i go to hotels i think i hotel people speak speak english i go there I go there in the, in the, the desk and say, someone here speak English? I ju ju just want to try if I'm doing well. Because, because I don't. Because <laughs> if, if I talk to my friends, I will show my weakness. Right? Yeah, yeah. If I, if I ask too much to others, no. I, uh, yeah. I, I, I want to learn by myself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But so so, so, so what, which one was more difficult, English or Chinese? Uh, English. English was more difficult than English Chinese. English because I have the pressure. Uh -huh. To speak right. Okay. Ah, right. Because okay. of your white face, you know? Yeah. yeah. This yeah. same today here, for sure, I make many mistakes, but after, I, 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 I don't worry. I think yeah. if I, we can communicate, right. it's, that's, it's okay. That's but the main Chinese purpose. and then give me this freedom. Mm -hmm. Communicate is enough, and if I do mistakes, nobody will. Yeah. It's very interesting, huh? English was more difficult than Chinese. Someone, it's like a case study, right? Someone that comes to China without speaking English too. And then it's like you need to learn both. I, I guess in that particular case, you had a situation in which you were immersed in China with nothing else. No other way. No other way rather to talk to anyone. Even if the Chinese person speaks English, it's like uh, I also yeah. don't speak English, right? So, so it's very interesting, yeah. But I... Uh, to learn Chinese and later when I was with with my brother Ofsi and I I found a job in a Chinese company. Right. I spent six months in a computer company. Okay. Also doing translation. But to my what? doing translation. English to Chinese. But to but I didn't speak very well Chinese and I also don't speak very well English. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> but I speak more English than my boss Chinese. And more Chinese than the customer who speak English. Ah. A good and then, medium. And then I, <laughs> I traveled to many places in the world 
with the this company participating in the fairs. fairs yeah. uh, we went to, to German, to Italy, to Taiwan, and I always uh, with confidence, yeah. right? Because I am between them, they cannot talk. The and little the one I can will help. Yeah. <laughs> so so wow, so that was early, right? So you you learned Chinese early. Yeah, 2008, uh, yeah, like you, you get it I, I spent uh, six months and I decided to live inside the company. I was the only foreigner ah. and, uh, and I, I was every day there in a room with more three Chinese guys. Right. And that was my university. And I think that, uh, <laughs> um, so actually, I kind of, um, kind of a conclusion from this is maybe that, yeah, maybe if you don't speak, maybe if you spoke good English, when you came already, you would have enough ramp. You would yeah, have. You a may not be so good with Chinese because you would have already something else, another tool. Yeah, maybe that's interesting. But also, you immerse yourself. You said you, your life is like the parents of the kids here at, the, at your school, right? And they're Chinese, right? But we need to take a short break. Yeah, sure. Let's take a very short break and come back and talking continue. a little bit more with Martin. Alright guys, and we're back and remember, if you like the content of our channel, make sure to hit the subscribe button and when you do that, don't forget to hit the bell button to be notified whenever there is a new video out. And we are back with yes. Martin. Martin, um, we wanted to talk to... How do you like to be called? Martin yes. or... My name is Mateus Cesar Martins. Oh, okay. So I call you Cesar from now. Yeah, but my, <laughs> Chinese, my, my Chinese name is Martins. Martins in China. Is it this? Yeah. Here? This. Martins. Here people call me more Martins. In Brazil they call me Mateus. Okay. They make you pretty here. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah, that's called creativity. I lost a year, you can see. <laughs> <laughs> to a mouse? Yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, uh, well, Mateus Martins. I wanted, to, I wanted to go into something that you mentioned during the preparation that I find. Um, should be very, very interesting for people who are watching us. Um, you do work uh, with children with certain challenges. Can you tell us a little bit about what that work is? How did you get to working with these children? And um, yeah, tell us a little bit about this program. Okay, we. Uh, I was inviting for one uh, of my kids' parents to do one time, one... Uh, one class to some uh, special kids uh, uh, with autism. Autism. <laughs> and yeah. then we, we did one time in the, my football field, this training with the parents and with the kids together. And it was very well. Uh, and then the Dunghua here have a, a center of autism called Rainbow, Rainbow Special Parenting uh, Center. Mm -hmm. It's all by the parents, they create this center to do some activities with the kids with autism. So this is an in independent... Yeah, it's, it's by the private. parents. Yeah. And then uh, we did more few times and became a regular every Saturday afternoon. I go to the center. How was that first experience, going there and working with, uh, with the kids? We was a little... Uh, and you volunteer? Yeah, volunteer, and we don't know how to react because the first time we don't know if the kids will be in the line, if they will respect, if they will be aggressive or not. If they will react. And then 
right now we, I I already have the the way to teach them. Mm-hmm. Uh, just treat them normally. They understand. They can see. They can talk. They can run in their own way. Mm-hmm. And we respect, and the parents also respect us, uh, and has have been now is the the most beautiful thing I'm doing here in China is is be connected to this. You mentioned that um, it it brings you to tears sometimes. It's a special training. It's a b- special class because you need uh, full attention. Uh, the way you look them, the way you act, the way you correct them mm-hmm. need to be full of love right uh, so this uh, takes so much energy mm. and sometimes we compare with uh, our daughter or our kids or you see how hard it is to the parents right the kids they they live in their own world yeah. but the parents have 24 hours of the attention Mm. And I, I also use in my training, I do jokes and games with the parents, with the moms and the dads to, to relax them. To give them a, I think a break. If the parents are relaxed, the kids will be well uh, treated. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because if the parent nervous or tired, will be more rude with them. So I use that one hour to relax the families. Mm-hmm. And then they maybe have this next week comfortable or at, or at least they have less stress mm. all the kids can uh, participate in some capacity or some kids are too too difficult for them to participate we have all kinds of of kids some the, the family need to hold them to mm-hmm. run mm-hmm. some can can walk right. some run some jump some cannot right. but we adapt to Does make them happy You said this is a special school uh, formed by the parents, right? Parents of this kind of families come together and to, to do this school. And uh, do you know, are there schools like this everywhere in China? Do you know anything? Or, or? They also have some normal schools who accept ah, this kind of some? situation. Some need to have somebody... In the class with assistant. them. Assistant. Yeah, right. together. Right. Or normally they put the grammar mm-hmm. to help and s- depends of the level of the the difficult of the kid the spectrum yeah right but one another thing we see in the kindergartens i don't know the experience of fernando is a, as a teacher we see in the normal school many kids with some yes some problems but they they let let it go Yeah, in my classes, normally the Chinese kids, I tell to the teachers, oh, and these three, they, they, they will not participate. No, they are this way. Yeah, just let them. No, they are, they are yeah. this kind of thing. They, they don't do. And then year by year, if the It teachers, if the teachers don't give Include attention, include them. And then when the parents come, they say, oh, no, it was a very nice day. Mm. Yeah, right. So these have in China many kids who need special attention. And But China don't, don't, the system is not supporting this well yet. They, 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 I don't know if because they have money or because they need students or because something. They, each group have two or three who for sure need special attention, but they are not getting the, the special attention. Uh, my personal 
experience with this at, at my center, nothing to do with football. Sometimes it's the parents' denial. They don't. They don't right. want. Don't want to deal with it. They don't want to label their kid or to label their situation as this is where we are. So they're like, put in normal lessons, put in and and that creates certain situations in the classroom for and example and then it gets to the point that they cannot do this anymore right exactly i mean i mean if and we are not trained we are not equipped to 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 work with these kind of children so that's that's a bit of a problem for us because we don't have the tools do you know what i mean we yeah. don't have the resources the training the sure. preparation to to work with these kind of children and when they when they arrive to the center um it's very difficult to have this conversation with a parent that doesn't right. accept that his kid has this particular reality. That's a difficult situation. I have a, I have a friend situation. in Hong Kong that has a kid like that. He's small. He used to live in Dongguan. And um, they don't have all the, the best kind of options here for treatments of this kind of kids. Um, actually, we always say, right, we don't see too many people with problems walking mm -hmm. in the streets. Yeah. Right? Oh, they, they in China. They cover it. They cover it, right. And it's a shame. And and um, I think that, yeah, the whole society is not equipped. Like you said, your center is not equipped, yes. But mm -hmm. your center maybe doesn't have to be equipped. It's okay. But society needs this, right, yeah. to be equipped in some ways. Not just autism, right? Um, blind people, deaf, um, people in wheelchairs. There's actually a school for blind people. And I've always been interested in that school, not far from where your offices are. Right. I've heard about it. Mm -hmm. I've heard about it. But And it's great. It's good. It's Actually, I'm so happy to know there is stuff like that, like what you're telling us today. But you still don't see them in the street, right? Mm -hmm. Like you know, doing normal things, right? Um, which I think it probably is going to improve. It's going to be more and more like the West, I guess, in this mm -hmm. kind of case. Because I think the it's not true to just think, ah, Chinese people, they just want to cover it. They have no heart for that. That's not the case. It's much more complicated than that. Yeah, the nuances of, of living with uh, yeah. a family member uh, within the spectrum of autism are so many. Yes. And, and you know, also education, right? Um, to Education to accept. I think it's... Um, yeah, I, you said... You said uh, before, you told us that there are three kids with autism from that group that joined your regular class. The regular classes. class. And uh, my first feeling is like, this is very good for the other normal kids, the other normal Chinese kids, to understand this exists and this is fine and be kind and help and it's so important, right? So, I mean, the more things like this will happen, I think the society will, will improve. But I wanted to ask you, do you see... Um, in your in those special classes you do with uh, the the kids with autism, do you after doing it for a while do you see that that football or just you know your training, uh, the whole program helps them to improve? Like probably parents come to you and say, any you know he's getting better at this, yeah, getting better at that. This do effect. Do you feel that kind of thing? Yeah, yeah. I, I have one uh, one history was uh, a big news in the group because this group have 800 families mm -hmm. and one wow. one family they have their own group they share informations and one one family wrote a history about 
how is it's been this the relation experience. between go to these classes and the mom said uh, one time was the mom who bring the the boy to the to the, the class. football and then maybe i asked oh now the dad's the, f the father's line and then his father wasn't there mm -hmm. and when the kid go back to the to home and then they have a conversation and say father uh, today there they request you and you wasn't there mm -hmm. and then because the mom said the, f the the father is who works who make money yeah. don't have time to go but and then when the father hear the hear story this history and then he adapt his time and he start to come every Saturday and bring the son in the relation between son and dad at home change mm. he just eat if the dad in the side to take shower need to be the dad to take to the bed need to be the dad and then became a good friends they never was before close they became close mm -hmm. because of because football. this event hmm. right that's not uh, like a, a football or a right. skill but have another effect is going on life yeah in in, in, yeah. in this kind of uh, right right this is uh this is this is great this is what i mean you know like uh, you don't you don't know the effects of of the work that you do i mean you're doing work in the pitch and you're doing work here, but the repercussions of the work that you do go way, way beyond that pitch and that Saturday. Yeah. Mm. So <laughs> they, uh, do you have new kids that join this program? Because um, you have 800 families, I'm guessing you don't have 800 kids. In they the every week bring 20. Ah, so sometimes different 20, some yeah. the same? Some are the same, but I always have some. So you always have 20, Yeah. right. Is this something you want to do more and more in the future? Or yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. you, you mentioned that it was a little bit difficult for you to be accepted in this group. Um, that the group the in outsider. itself is very protective of people who come from the outside. Um, can you tell us about that? Because they, they feel ashamed, right? Mm -hmm. It's not a thing to, to, to share too much. But now maybe to to me be there and do this project they are receiving something back mm -hmm. the parents are enjoying mm -hmm. and this these good moments we are having there is became of the sun because the sun is there is autist mm -hmm. yeah maybe mm. it's, it's the first uh, positive not the first but one positive thing coming from the child. Yeah. Uh, you, you told about we don't know, we don't have too much the knowledge to, 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 to be with in this case. Uh, after I, I start to, to have this uh, more contact, mm -hmm. yeah, I, I, I search more internet, I get in groups in Brazil, international groups, also in Instagram. I try to exchange some information with people who has this knowledge. Mm -hmm. But uh, of course, I, I'm not so expert in this uh, autist uh, situation, but I'm put love in front. Yeah, yeah, I, uh, is what I can do. Yeah, I think it's great. All right, so I think maybe the last topic. Um, mm -hmm. I do want to talk a little bit. You know, I like to talk about that for our audience. You know, about like 
um, the, 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 the business side, right? Like, for example, if, I wanna, if someone is watching and is a football coach in another country, you know, would you recommend a football coach? To come to China. To come to China. To immigrate to China, to come have a life here, to be a football coach, for example, right? Or, you know, open a football school or whatever. Is this kind of, uh, is, is you think it's a, it's a positive move for people that are now not, on China, not in China to come here for that? Yes, many people was coming before this situation we are living right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a very big market. People were coming, have uh, special agencies bringing football coaches. Okay. They go directly to school. They live in the school. They do the training. It's, it's a big market. Uh, if yeah. you have this, uh, this chance, if you want to come to China, football here is, is improving and getting bigger. And more and more opportunities are coming. What what's the kind of uh, money you can make in the beginning, or uh, what's your potential? You know, for a young. From the beginning is around two thousand US dollar. Two thousand US dollar a month. They also gave the, the, the housing and yeah, food, this support because mm-hmm. you're gonna live inside the school. So yeah. for, s- for from some countries, this can be great. Yeah, it's right? pretty good money. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, from some countries, and then you can develop and and yeah. and be better and better. How about the the. Uh, you know, football school, because there is a lot of competition now, right? So you have your own football school, I guess, uh, small business, right? You actually have two. You open another one in Guangxi. Yeah. And um, um, that's like a satellite one, like a franchise, right? They use your, your ways, your name and yeah. everything. Um, are you planning to open more schools? Are you satisfied where you are? Do you, what's your plans? Before I was connected to big companies who have many, you see, Soccer World have 80 base. Soccer World, China. Soccer World mm. is like the main, I think, brand of, of football training schools in China? Yeah. Right? Soccer World is called. Uh, I jumped out of Soccer World because we was losing, or I was losing the, the, the reason why I'm here. I'm here to teach football or make people like football, to encourage kids. And if we grow too much, uh, we gonna lose the corporate. essence. Yeah, uh, my way is in, or my company is based in my name. I cannot grow too much because if I put another coach there, okay, this week another coach go, next week I need to go. But if we grow too much, uh, I will lose this uh, happy football or Martin's happy football I create. I am satisfied in the in the in the. So you are like a football way. guy, way more than a business guy. Yeah. Like it's kind of like it reminds <laughs> me of your situation in a way. More like of you a teacher move than. Away from teaching, you know, and everything, right? But um, but you also you maybe business you like business, but mm. uh, but you're a good teacher. Like you. you yeah, you know, it's, it's the difference between building a brand and building a business. Um, Right. I am my own brand the same way that you are your own brand and and to turn that into a business is challenging and not necessarily necessary. Right. If that's right. That's why I say maybe you're comfortable where you are, yeah. you know it's okay and, and and that's okay. The way I I like to to spread is I also do some uh, Chinese football coaches training. Mm. I travel around China and do 2 3 days of uh, football coaching training and then I try to share to them a little patient mm-hmm. yeah because one thing is you, you are very good in tactically and training and do but 
they need more love, mm-hmm. more energy. And, and, and then that's the way I, I want to spread or right. be bigger right. as a coach of the coaches. Do you think you're going to stay in China for a very long time? Yes. Yes. We, it we was a quick answer. My family loved to be here. My daughter was born here in mm-hmm. 2014. Uh, my wife also is a teacher, a dance teacher, an English teacher. And we have a very nice life here, friends, as you and as mm-hmm. Fernando. Mm-hmm. And our Brazilian community here also is huge. Right, it's we, big. We yeah. keep having our Brazilian wave to celebrate mm-hmm. things, to right. our barbecue <laughs> or our meetings or our football. But Dunguan, China is our, our home now. So this is like, just to end with this note, this is another case of, you know, you basically immigrated to China. It's not yeah. like you came here for a couple of years. This is, uh, this is like uh, what's happening with the West before. China, China has a way of, of capturing you, captivating you. Yeah. Has a way of, of just making it so good, comfortable, easy, positive, that you don't, you don't want to leave. Yeah. <laughs> you just need to be the same, you know, you need to be open-minded about China the same way you're open-minded about other countries without these preconceived, you know, assumptions and, sure. and other stuff. Before we go, Martin, can you do that trick with your head again? Because <laughs> that would be a good thumbnail. <laughs> yeah, maybe we'll show some of his skill. Right yeah. after, like, uh, like Maradona's warm-up. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, good. All right. Well, Martin, we want to thank you very much for uh, taking the time to talk to us and to share your experience and with the work that you do here in China with our audiences. Um, Ziv? Yeah, thank you, Matthias. I mean, we've known each other for a long time. Uh, it was great to sit here and, and talk more, you know, about uh, the different parts of your life in China. Um, I, I feel like I got to know you a bit more today. And uh, wish you luck with everything you do here. I'm sure we'll be friends here for many more years right here in Dongguan. Thank you. Thank Any you. Any last message for the audiences? Thank you. Of course, China. Keep connected. It's a very nice podcast. You guys can know more about China, more people who live here. Mm-hmm. And it was a big pleasure to receive you guys here. Thank you Thank very you. much. Thank you. Well, guys, you know what to do. If you like the content of our channel, make sure to hit the subscribe button. If you do that, hit the bell button. Yeah. You'll and be notified. And if you like what you saw, give us the thumbs up. Yeah, give video. us a comments, any questions, any things that you would like to um, ask or know, we yes. can bring back some answers to you. And uh, make sure to share this video with whoever you think might be interested. And until we see you again, this was, of course, China. Bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>